Hey guys, welcome to the Twiniversity Podcast, a show created exclusively for parents of twins. I'm your host, Natalie Diaz. I am a mom of twins. I am also the Twiniversity founder, and I am the best-selling author of the book, What to Do When You're Having Two. Our goal at Twiniversity is to make sure that you always feel connected, we laugh at the little things, and we really do get to teach you a few tricks along the way. And that is what we hope this podcast is about to do. So welcome to Twiniversity. Mm, I remember. I remember trying to tandem bottle feed my 20s flying solo. Ah, the good old days, I promise you, you're going to get through it. And guess what? You're going to have an easier time than I did because you guys have something that's called a table for two. What the table for two is, is first of all, it's a twin mom invention. So we already know that it rocks. It is a twin feeding recliner that places your twinnies right next to each other in a secure and sturdy position that is totally ideal for feedings. It even has a handy bottle holder on each side, which makes things go even more smoothly and quickly. The table for two can be used from birth on up. And what I do love and a lot of our Twiniversity fans have loved is that you use it from birth as a bottle feeding or spoon feeding kind of positioner. And then when your babies are grown and all done with their bottles, the table for two then becomes your toddler's favorite double recliner. To check it out for yourself, you could see our video on our Twiniversity.com or visit buytablefor2.com for all the details. And we're back. This is going to be my radio voice from now on. This is my podcast voice. And we're back with Danny Paris talking about twins and social media today. Danny, how are you? Natalie, I can't do it. I, I... It's like a Saturday Night Live character that it used to be. So, guys, welcome back to our Fancy Pansy McNancy podcast. It's too many letters to actually name it that, but we should actually change the name. Today, we are talking to one of our favorite mom squad people, Miss Danny Paris of the uh, famous Long Islanders. Yes. It's a very... Originally Queens, now Long Island. And well, they're kind of, honestly, no offense, Queens people, but you're blend, you're merging into kind, you're morphing into one person. It's now. very upsetting. It it's is, weird. unless you're like um, that Long Island city, like that's. I feel like that's the Manhattan folk are like. But they're the across. new go. They're not really. They tried. They're not. No, sorry, Long Island city. <sighs> God, guys, if you don't know what we're talking about geography wise, don't get stressed. You're not missing much. Although there's a weird new building in Queens that it has like a giant hole in it. Did you see that? Where the is it? The other day, guys, listen to me. You're just going to listen to New Yorkers talk for a second. Okay. There's like, I was dry. I was getting onto the West Side Highway at Houston Street and I looked across the river and there's this whole new building that is built like two towers but one tower is like super skinny and one tower is chubby and no offense. To, I'm not trying to be a sizist. It's just, <laughs> it's just reality. And it, it, and then there's this like this weird arching thing, guys. I don't know. Don't just Google weird building with a hole in it. In but that's Queens. the thing now. So in Manhattan, they're building these residential buildings that are super skinny. It's disgusting. I don't, I, I don't like the aesthetic of it. I mean, at it all. looks like Minecraft. It literally, I look at these buildings and I'm like, this is, I want to call them the Minecraft generation. But I played for the record as a geek, I want to say, and just come out of the closet. When it first launched in beta, 
my husband and I played because I don't know if you know this, Danny. I'm actually like a super computer nerd. I, I don't know weird. this about you. Oh, like, like, I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm super, but I'm not only like geeky in regards to um, like, I like to like take a computer apart and like put it back together and we change oh, graphic wow. cards and, and crap Ooh. like that. Like that's how, that's the level, but we're also like computer gamers from back in the day when we used to not, when you, for that five years that I wasn't getting pregnant, I had nothing to do. <laughs> so we just played computer games. And yeah, my husband's like a big D&D dude from back in the day. And so it's like the natural progression of D&D to then play these weird games. Anyway, this kind of stays on topic. Yes. A little smidgen. Yes, it does. You're going right down the path that we want to go I'm do, And not even on purpose. Who yeah. knew? But today we are talking about social media and your 20s. Yes. Ugh. So I'm going to start with my most unpopular opinion. Go, Danny. Do it. Easy, guys. <laughs> and come at me. My children have no electronics. Why, why do, you, do you think people are going to come <laughs> at you? It's most unpopular. Well, Danny, considering that 90% of our audience is Amish... This is not anything you have it. to worry about. I mean, right. they're never, they don't have electronics. It's just them sneaking in a barn listening to this right now. It's most unpopular in my circles and everything. Um, my so they older have nothing. Okay, let's talk about how old they are. And they're six. They're what? Six. Yes. Well, of course that makes sense. I thought you said they're sick. I was like, what does that have <laughs> well, to do with Well, they are people? a little with the fighting, but six. Okay. So we have just television. <clears throat> they do not have any electronics. And there's a reason, many reasons. Yes. One of the reasons is, um, and I don't know if you've noticed this too, your twins are older, school. There are no more chalkboards in school. <laughs> Everything is a smart board, a whiteboard. Um, I feel like they are inundated all day. Their learning is 90% technology-based. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. That to me, like in my mind, I remember as a child, and I'm sure you did too. Did you have a diary or a journal when you were a kid? Yes, totally. Hello, says the author. Right? Yeah. So I had like little books and children don't have that opportunity anymore mm -hmm. to write down their thoughts with a pencil or a pen. And I feel that there really is a disconnect there in how they learn and how they focus and how they pay attention. But it's also how they play. And how their imagination works. So there's, there is a lot, a lot of levels. Okay, now, with that being said, you're on social media. Yeah, but I'm a grown-up. <laughs> I stalk you and whatever's, what barbecue you're at or whatever, whatever's yeah. happening in your end of the universe. Now, how, how do you talk to your kids about the fact that you're a part of it and they're not and... If you do, if they say, well, we want this or we want this, do you say it'll come later or you're never having it? Stop talking about it. Go uh, back to I your case. Much, yeah, it's not an option. So the discussion is that this is not something that I will ever allow. When you are 18 and you get a job, you can, you can buy it. Now, my older one got a cell phone at the end of middle school, which I thought was the right age because now you're at activities, you're with friends, you're out in the world. So around 12 11 or 12. Yeah. But it's not something that um, is an option. So when my friends say to me, like, well, how do you keep them from it? It's, I don't give them alcohol. Like, it's not an option. They're not allowed to have it. 
I do feel bad about it a little bit. So when they're with their friends or with other people and they have these kind of fortnight and things, I'll let them do it. Okay. But it, it really bothers me the way that they communicate and they're not supervised. So I hear a lot of the kids talk to each other, they're mean to each other, these kind of things go on. And I just don't think that it's the right fit for my family. Yeah, it's, it, it is. I can't see why you think that people would be upset about that because it six is really, really young. There are kids really that I know that have the iPhone 10. It's a status thing. Well, what did I you get your kids Danny, for Christmas? Well, we got paints and this and yeah. And here's an example. So a few months ago, one of the moms had a car accident and it was minor. She was fine. But one of the little girls in the class went, ran outside to the street where the car was overturned, took a picture of it and sent it to her daughter. Now I had her daughter and the daughter's hysterical. So what's the matter? Is this my mother's car? Yes. So that's my problem. There aren't enough kind of restrictions to what they do. And especially Snapchat. Like my older one's smart enough now to not use texting. So they talk with Snapchat. But it it disappears. I don't like that. Me neither. Me neither, man. Well, there's, there's a few things that exist, by the way, that's really great for parents. There's a lot of apps that you could put restrictions on your phone. But some of those don't even work, Danny. What we do is our Wi-Fi router is actually on a timer. That's and it great. Go, and it goes off. And we have like a separate, so, because of course my husband and I want to use it because, hello, we're adults. Working. So we have different, I set up my router. Once again, I'm a geek, guys. By the way, anybody could do this. We set up our router to have different names so the kids have access to one name. And it's Fuzzy Town is what ours is and then we have a whole separate name of which i am not telling you because my kids may listen to this and i'm not i'm not letting them know but then my husband and i have a separate router like a separate login that we have that never goes off but anybody could do that so even if smart with the tech it's because danny it's called just a necessity because you tell them no, 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 but they can't get on. I, then they could use cellular, of course, but then I, we have Verizon, and you could use Verizon to shut it down at a certain time. So I have two ways that I don't really have to worry about it after a certain hour, but that doesn't mean that during the daylight hours they don't have unlimited access. Now, my niece said something to me that I think is interesting and I think is really to your point of if your kids understand this, meaning that my niece always says the Internet is written in ink. Mm -hmm. And when your kids are little, they can't really comprehend that this is going to be a forever thing that's out there. Exactly right. I mean, when we hire people, one of the first things that I do, because everything's remote, what I do for what I do for business, first thing I do is I look through their Snapchat, their Instagram, their Facebook, mm-hmm. their social media presence. And if the way that you are representing yourself at 13, 16, 21, 25 is indicative of your work ethic, that can cost you your job. So okay. if the first thing that I see are, you know, things that are suggestive, lascivious, racial undertones of things that are not very, you know, politically correct, appropriate. It it gives me a picture about how you are going to, because that's what my client's going to do. If they look you up, that's what they're going to see. 
So they don't understand that it is. I like that in ink forever. I love it. It was she learned it like they, they talked about it in one of her college courses. And for some reason, she said it to me once, I think over the summer. And I was like, that is totally true. But it's good for parents as well. Now, Danny, what you're going to see as they get older and they will be on it. What I'm not a big fan of is I'm not a fan of accounts tricking you into thinking that they are appropriate accounts and then popping up weird things in the middle. Like mm-hmm. we, my daughter just found a video the day before yesterday and it was old McDonald had a farm. And so the whole video you think is really sweet. And then maybe like a minute into this, this whole old McDonald thing, this guy jumps out in a cow suit and he's holding his udder and saying like, don't you want to drink? And <gasps> think, Danny, I'm not joking. <gasps> I am not joking. And so I told my daughter, like, don't, didn't you report that? Like, report it. Because somebody is going to let their kids watch this. And if somebody else isn't watching it, like, if the parents aren't watching it, then that kid is going to see that. And then it's just going to start something. I'm horrified so by that. I'm super horrified by that. But that's not the first time she's found stuff like that. And she finds it because that's what she's looking for. Because mm-hmm. somebody else found it and sent it to a friend and sent it to her friend, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it's funny because social media, my kids, my kids know I I live in social media. Mm -hmm. So it's fascinating where it can't be a choice to be like, I got to, I got to disconnect, which I do now. I, you know, now I do. But But when they were little. You live in, it's different. The world that you live in is a world of positivity and education and sharing knowledge. A very different world than children who are lacking the the in-person social interaction that we had as children growing up, that you learn how to form relationships with friends, you learn how to form relationships with teachers, with authority figures, with bosses, with colleagues, with neighbors, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. They are so isolated. And so I don't want to add that. It's difficult, like my older one is 12. Now when I was 12, when you were 12, what'd you do when you were 12? Friends I was out. Yeah. You hang out, you go we get pizza, out. you go to the movies, you gallivant, you ride your bikes, you do, we do all these things. Now they come home, I'm like, do you want to have your friends over? They don't know how to interact. They don't know how to pick up a phone like this mm-hmm. when it I rings. Oh, I love that. I said, pick up the phone. Oh, I don't know who it is. Pick it up. Say hello. We can hold for a moment. They don't know how to do that. They don't know how to walk around the corner and knock on your friend's door and say, like, what are you doing? Want to go get a slice? Want to hang out? Want to... Or if they do, then they are on their phones. Yes. So I mean, even when they do, they, e- kids even, ride bikes and with the phones. Even when these kids come over our house and I literally go into the room and yell at everybody, give me their phones right now. If it rains, yeah. I'll let you know. But this is ridiculous. And then they end up doing like monster makeup or a craft or something. But their go-to is technology. Now, I want to say in defense of technology, my problem that I'm having is a lot of schools are going high tech, meaning that a lot of my children's homework has been on the computer. Even since they were little, they have like this e-chalk and Mathnasium and Khan Academy and all these other things that are continuations of lessons that they learned that day. So 
then it brings up, well, are these teachers becoming too dependent on the lessons that Khan Academy is teaching versus the lessons that they're teaching? Oh, that where, where are we going from there? Yet. Not a piece of paper yet, my seventh grader. Not one piece of paper. Every, now, again, I'm not completely against it. So here's how it helps us as parents manage it. It's all real time. It's all instantaneous. So every day, not every day, almost every day, I look at his assignments. I look at the testing. I look at the teacher's feedback. It's like that. So I can see like, oh, well, you studied for this Italian quiz and you didn't do very well. What happened? Right. Or you did really well. That part's fine. Yes. But I feel like, and this is like me being weird and me being a writer. I said to my son, like, doesn't it bother you that nobody knows what your handwriting looks like? Mm. That's what I mean. I said, if your little girlfriend writes you a note in class, you don't know what the person's handwriting looks like. <gasps> Danny. Right? Totally. Yes. I said this to my boyfriend recently. I was like, you know, he said, what do you want for your birthday? I said, I don't want anything. Write me a nice card. I said, what do you mean? I, said, I don't even know what your handwriting looks like. That's weird to me. It is weird. It's, it's weird, weird to me, too. Isn't it? I like, agree. I Super I, weird. And I said, like, I need to, you know, you need to make that connection there. I do anyway. These kids don't have that. What, what, how, what is your little online romance going to be, 12-year-old? Like, oh, look at these texts. These texts have great emojis. What are we doing? Oh, Danny. What are we doing? You're such an old fart. I know. I know. <laughs> but I just feel like, you know, that part of their life, like I take it away because when we go on vacation, we go out, look out the window, experience your life. We go for a walk, you ride around. Look around. Yeah. Talk to people, experience things. Don't look at this. Do what it right. is that other people are going to look at it. I see your point. I raise you a point. Lead by example, right? So for parents that are out there that are like, my kids are always on the phone. Does anybody ever check their screen time? You know that there's an app on your phone that tells you what your screen time is. So before yeah. you go and yell at the puppies, check and see what your screen time is. I, I'm super bad. I'm going to tell you right now. I tell my kids, don't go by me. I could actually work from my phone. So that's the weird part. So it looks like I'm playing Diner Dash or whatever the hell I really am playing. Uh -huh. um, but I really do work. I could, I could do my entire job from my phone. That's the best part about me, which means that I could be there for anything. I could go anywhere, taking my kids to appointments, being there for sports, taking my parents to the doctor. Like I, could I am 100% mobile. But because of that, I also work 100% of the time, it yeah. feels like, which isn't really great. And I, my kids don't know what I'm doing. So to them, I might as well just be on Instagram for 12 hours a day. It doesn't, they don't, they don't even know. I mean, mine too, because I'm remote. So I run this business from here. So this yeah. laptop is open all day. Now, I did make a little bit of a change because the twins now in first grade need my help with homework and it's more intense. So now I don't work from school pickup three o'clock until after I put them in bed, which is hard because then yeah. I am up until whatever. But I try to make a conscious effort not to, but you know what? I'm the same. Bless you. Things are funny. Someone will send me something funny, like look at this Instagram, whatever. I love it. Like my favorite thing to do is watch makeup tutorials. I love it. <laughs> Take like the most unattractive person and poof, yes. how do you do it? watch it over and over and then try to right I love, so I can't I can't 
tell you it's horrible, it's bad. I enjoy it. I'm yeah. very entertained by it. But to me, the purpose of it is to be entertained. I want to be entertained by I something. I agree. Like I don't want to be judged. Right. I want to be entertained. I sometimes use it, which my kids do too, as weird validation. And listen why I'm saying that. Like sometimes I'll be so proud of like a crochet craft that I just finished yeah. that I have to be like, look at my crochet craft. But Isn't you want to be amazing. Or like, this is amazing. Yes. I'm so proud. That's it. And I want people to go, yes, that's amazing. And then I say, I know that is what my response is. I know my pumpkins are amazing. And I, I always make the private best business to my, to myself. I mean, one of the worst things, and I'm sure you have people like this in your life because we all do. They'll post something and say like, I'm so upset about this very innocuous thing that I'm not going to give you any details about. I can't, Danny. What's the matter? What's the, the matter? Kids do that. The kids know. do that. Why are you doing that? So we had an intervention over that on social <laughs> and Anna's like, nobody gets me. No. You know why nobody gets you? Because you don't explain yourself to anybody. So how are we going to get you? Nobody lives in your brain. It's really difficult to shrink myself down, crawl in your brain and read your thoughts. So in order to get you, I need to know what you're thinking. But yeah. with, with social and the kids, I do think that it's helpful. Do you know why? Because I spy on all the kids' friends. Mm -hmm. Is that horrible of me, Danny? No, because I kind of take a look, too. You, know, you I mean, are I'm the company you keep is the way that I think. Yes. I mean, I kind of, you know, kids never want to talk about what you do in school. Say nothing. What you do? Nothing. Sat there. Nothing. Because you got a dude. Wait so till now, she gets big. No, but the little ones. So, so now here's what I do now. I go like this. Then I'm like, anybody get in trouble in school today? Mm -hmm. That's it. A good, oh, and, and a good gossip sesh. Then they'll tell me this one was talking and this one got put in timeout. And oh, so now I know who whose birthday party we're not going to, right? I know who you're not supposed to be hanging out with. Yes. What did they do? Or who doesn't get along? Who doesn't like? And then they talk. Nobody wants to talk about we did our reading. We yeah. did this. We whatever. But who got in trouble? Spill it like a bunch of, you know, oh. tiny little social. I love that. I love little um, tiny rats that tell me everything. I still, my daughter will still, I will proudly say that at this age, I still get most of the tea, as we now call it, us children, because apparently I like to regress and go back to being a teenager because you kind of <laughs> have to. In order to socialize with a teenager, you got to speak their language, guys. Learn your, learn your children's language. There was my, my little one. So between the twins, my daughter has a little boyfriend. She won't admit that it's her boyfriend. And I'm like weirdly proud of her because he's so cute. He's like the cutest one. So I'm like, good for you, girl. So cute. <laughs> but his little boyfriend mm -hmm. was making fun of my other twin because he goes to dancing school. So what? it was whole. So I'm like, now I have to kill a six-year-old. How am That's I going to put this Adios. So Adios, I kid. the teacher and everything, and they had to explain to this child that boys can be dancers and girls can be doctors and the whole thing, you know. But my daughter, right, you don't defend your own twin. She goes, well, he didn't mean anything, but listen to me. Your loyalty is to your brother. Who How many times do we say your that? dancing partner who lifts you up and twirls you around with 25 other girls in the class. How quickly we forget, uh, right? You'll say that 10,000 times. Like, doesn't that years. bother you? Like, isn't one of the elements of the social media that bothers me is the bullying, the unkind kind of... And listen, when we were kids, we did it too. I'm not saying that. 
you know, there's always like someone you didn't like or you had beef with them and yes. you were not the nicest. But when we were kids, you used to just in person, they don't know how to have conflict. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, no, we would prank call, though, Danny, like back in the day. I would call somebody and hang up. Person. Didn't you ever have like a girl that you didn't just say like, listen, I don't like your face. I don't like your face either. Well, maybe we should have words. Okay, then we will. Little and that was that. No, I was not. Now, now it's totally different. Now it's behind the scenes. Like, I'm going to write this bad thing about you. And somebody's going to screenshot it. And then, right. set, yeah, that right. is, oh, God. I hate it. I hate it so much. Once again, the internet is written in ink. This is what I keep saying because she'll text somebody and she'll talk trash about someone and then it'll get back to that person. And I say, well, what do you want? Why didn't you just pick up the phone and say it? Mm -hmm. You could call your friend and be like, oh, my God, she's so mean. Blah, blah, blah. You could just do that. Just do it. We have, um, they're not going to be voice recording because, by the way, that's a federal offense. So you can't record my call without my knowledge. Yes. But I could screenshot a text, yo. Yeah, but I'm Sicilian. We don't text. If I don't like you, you'll know because I'll tell you. I speak to most of my friends. Unless I want to, like, I want it in print so that it could be, like, chronicled in our history of whatever for right, whatever reason. Right, but you're purposely saying yeah. because you know that it could get screenshotted or forwarded or everything. But I'm trying I, I just, to teach them that. Like you don't know how to have relationships that are meaningful. No, it's true, Danny. It's really sad. It's We're this, this hybrid of this super techie family and this super, you know, social mom that would prefer always to speak to people in person but like if you you know how you were saying before how like your kids don't know how to get a slice of pizza mm -hmm. but danny if you're not going out and getting a slice of pizza with your friends then oh, I, they're not I, either but that yeah, no i'm not saying you yeah. danny yeah, but i'm saying for just like you know if parents are always on their phone if they're never getting together with their friends either then it's bizarro I it's, mean, what we do when we go out, all the girlfriends, is everybody has their phone, right? And here's the rule. So what we do is everybody puts your phone down like this. And if you have to have like a babysitter ring or whatever, but whoever picks it up first pays. Oh, I love that. You idea. get through the whole dinner and no one picks up the phone. You split it the way you would split it. But if you pick up your phone, you pay. Why would anybody? We would never. I don't even know where my phone is. And then my husband gets mad. I've been trying to call you. <laughs> Busy, babe. Remember once upon a time? older one I try to you know foster independence so when we go to the grocery store like the four of us I have the twins I'll have him which is where I try not to go with them because they make me nuts I'll say to him here's $20 and yeah, I want yeah. you to get milk this I'll give him three or four things go to the checkout check out I'll meet you by the front door I love that I love because me what that what happen to you you have your phone on you no one's gonna kidnap you yes. you're a giant he's like five foot four now no one can kidnap him so just little steps. They don't know how to do those things. Nope. They're going to learn, and your kids are going to learn too, everybody out there that's listening. And now I want to talk about some a few like social media strategies that you might want to implement into your own world. Tell me. So, <laughs> Take your okay. so the thing is, remember, I'm a few years your senior, Danny. Um, not many. So I've been – well, with the kids. Yeah. With the kids. Like I, I'm, we're there. Like you're getting the, the boy experience – with your older son, but you're not getting the chick experience. So here's the things that I want to say. I believe that every person needs a squad. Okay. Everybody needs a crew is what we would call it back in the day. You need your crew. You need your tiny little crew. And this crew 
needs to look out for each other. I often hold interventions with my daughter and her friends and basically explaining the importance of a crew and how I still have mine. And I still have one of my best friends is from childhood. She's still like, I can't let her go. And she's my everything. So those people, there will be a lot of people that will come and go. But while they're here, this is the rules that I expect. And we, my daughter does love to have sleepovers and she loves going out with her friends. And she really, she's very, very, very social. But the people that she's with, I say, these are my expectations of you as my child's friend. Is that weird? And no, it, I love it. It has to do with social. So do not, you should, when you're together, I don't want to see you guys posting. I want you to be spending time with each other. And if you want to do something silly, like make a video, like I'm actually, I'm fine with it. Even if you, my daughter loves to create these very weird videos of like chronicling the day. And so oh, she's yeah. like, we went to, this is, we had Chipotle and then we went to Broadway shopping and then we got on the subway and we bought this hat that looks like a, you know, a, a cob of corn. These are all real things. <laughs> so she will then take that and then edit it down and make like the day of, you know, her and her friends, which I, I'm actually okay with that because to me, when it gets posted, it was calculated of what went up because she <laughs> could edit things out that she didn't want to see it. To me also, it's really useful to learn those skills of video editing and slicing yes. and cropping and adding filters. Like I'm super into that. And then she also created a little time capsule piece that her and her friend get to share forever. So I love that. I love everything about it. That's a good way. Instead of just like Snapchatting and throwing things up and then people taking it the wrong way. I also try to explain to her and her friends, I don't have the same problem with my son at all. No way, no how, no chance. It just, See, for whatever private. reason. He doesn't like social media. He's not into it. I think he has enough problems in the real world. He doesn't need to add another world onto mm -hmm. his problems. And he has always been really smart about that. And he uses her social media as kind of his. So if he's there's something, one, he's then. very, very, very mysterious. If there's something that he wants to know, often he'll just ask her. Mm -hmm. Like he'll be like, who went to that concert? Or I heard about that concert. Is there any pictures from that concert? And then he'll make her go and do the investigation work, which is I good. love it. So they catfish as a team, which I think that's good teamwork. I'm okay with that. It so is. that is really I think a good use of social media is creating something that can go up later that is meaningful not just this instantaneous BS of but look at me like that involved in what she's doing that's why again it's purposeful yes, totally and they I mean, plan it I said to you before like that's your daughter it's positivity yep, it's, it's true. educational it's knowledge see you look how you're passing it down to look her look at me look at that. me doing things I didn't even notice but she knows that when I'm posting a video like I'm not just like hey guys I'm randomly here wherever I'm like hey listen you have to see this there's, there's a, a reason. reason reason yeah like I just did a thing uh, at a couch store I was like how did you guys not know about this couch that's like kid friendly and pet friendly I didn't even know it was a thing yeah. I found it I did buy the couch Danny that's the funniest Good. part about that whole thing so that is that now the other thing that we talk about with social media is other people's inappropriateness and using them as examples of what not to do. Mm -hmm. So there was this one chick who was um, a child of somebody my husband knew. And this chick, holy crap, 
Why are you taking selfies in your bra and underwear when you are 12 years no. old? Danny? No. Yes. No. Yes. Oh, yes. Where's the mother and father? Divorced. And everybody thinks that the other one is checking and so on and so forth. Now, I am not anti-divorce by any means. You want to get a divorce, that's good. But I'm do divorced. me a favor. That should give you double the checkups instead of double passing the buck. My ex-husband and I work together on that because we you have to be on the same page with it. You even, have to, and even if, if you don't agree, you need to. This this is a united front situation. Absolutely, but negligence is not a united front, guys. Oh, I, I, that to me is. Just, I know it happens. You know, I mean, there's like some girls that text my son. I think I mentioned this before. Eleven thirty at night on a school night, you're texting my son. Do I need to call your phone and ask to speak to your mother? Yeah, you should be asleep. You do, oh. Danny. You don't I, want to do that? I will do it. You I, should I, do it, although I, your son's going to get mad. I'll text you again. I'm calling her phone and asking to speak to her mother. I and they're that. stupid enough to put their um, location on the Snap map. So now I know exactly where I live, oh. where you live. So I can come and talk to your mother and or murder you. One of the benefits of living in New York City is my children have always had a healthy fear of being kidnapped. And uh, being tracked. Is that crazy to say? But well, I think that's something you here. you grow up in New York, I've said this to you before, because we're New Yorkers, so I can say it. It's the best city in the world. People try to come here their entire lives. And if you can survive here and make it here, we can go anywhere and do anything. Yeah. Every other city is a piece of cake. It's really the truth. It really there is. hasn't been any place that I've been worried about navigating or worrying about being in the wrong place. I've I always I felt pretty Denver good. And say, like, oh, it's it's not only the country, it's actually the world, Danny. I've never, I, even traveling outside of the country, I do love that once upon a time here, I'm going to tell you this hilarious story. We were in an island off the coast of Kenya, totally true. <laughs> and uh, it was my honeymoon and I was so happy. And somebody said, where are you from? And I said, the city. <laughs> Because there's only one. And Danny, they knew what I was. I guess it's also my accent. But Maybe to me, there was no like, I'm from the United States. Like, you're literally, <laughs> you're <laughs> in another country. Not even anywhere close to home. But me saying, I'm from the city. They just knew what I meant. It was so weird. But because of that, my kids have had to maybe... A lot of people would see this as a negative. They didn't get to experience childhood in the same way because we, I could remember walking past somebody that was urinating in the street. And then instead of saying, like, no, of course, I would make my kids not look at the person urinating in the street. But I would say, you know, unfortunately, some people have mental health issues. Mm -hmm. And these are things that I, they may not have learned until they were teens. But my kids had to learn in grade school. Because but it's incredibly, it makes, it's such teachable moments every day. Every it single moment It teaches you is. skills on so many levels. And I'm not disparaging anyone that lives in the country or anything, but how many lessons are you going to learn out on the farm looking at the cows? You'll it's learn the them. But, it, and then they kind of say to us like, well, you're so irresponsible because these kids are exposed to all of these things, but they can conduct themselves and they mature yeah. much faster. You take a 14 year old New Yorker. That child can navigate subway systems, Truth. maps, this. They can, you know, you take someone who is in a different, more rural environment. And I mean, I had a friend who, when I was in college, I went to NYU, 
moved here from Iowa, and she had the gorgeous dorm right on Washington Square. Mm. She lasted a month. It's <gasps> like the noise. What? what? It's so quiet down here. What do you mean? Oh, like, God. It's pastoral. Look at the park. Oh, my gosh. Would not take the noise. So there's always people talking. We're getting off topic, Danny. I know. <laughs> because this is what happens when we have a podcast, me and you. One but more thing. Okay, so we got the inappropriateness. Now, here's, this is, watch this. Watch me bring it around, Danny. Hold on, because here it comes. When you see things on social, it's the same things that my kids are seeing in reality. And you don't know that they're seeing them. Hence, hence the old McDonald. Look at my udders going back to that story. No, but some things like these kids, the, the way that, especially with weight loss and things like that. Now, I know people in real life who post these pictures of, look at me, look at me, look at me. It's angles. You're fat in real life, girl. Come on. Look at me. They, look at my, no, no, no. They, I've seen uh, you at the school pickup and. See, but Danny, where that, I think that the kids are getting really savvy with that. I, I have to say, my kids know that it is about angles and there's some people that we know on um, social as I'll lovingly call it that we also know IRL Danny mm -hmm. and they know those people are hot messes I so you my like kids that. like that whole we could just wash off that filter because we know what's behind that curtain so mm -hmm. for my kids that's really good uh, because they see both sides of that fence but nonetheless I try to tell my children if you're going to learn anything one of the problems, you, do you know that one of a, like a big problem that Twiniversity has and why we are not as financially profitable as other people is because I am not what's called Instagram ready. Um, I am not mediagenic. That's another word that would be used. What does that mean? Because my kitchen isn't like that perfect kitchen with like the rustic farmhouse motif. And I am not there in my fancy, you know, clothes with my wide brim hat. And I'm very raw to university. But Danny, this is like, do you know this is like a real thing? Like we actually don't get accounts because they want to work with those people. And what's really crazy about that is that it is because of social media misconceptions. It's not real. No, it's not. I want to not. see your messy kitchen because guess what? Your demographic is me. I have a messy kitchen. But it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If they keep going to like these Instagram people that are perfect, they're creating this cycle of false perfection and we're never going to get out of it. So your job as a parent is to discuss how difficult it is to make that look like that and say, okay, so when you see like I'll, I'll there's other you know, pregnancy bloggers and stuff that are out there and they'll take this picture. And the first thing I see is like a clean kitchen counter. And then the next thing that I see is like, you know, perfectly done highlights or something. Not saying that people can't have these things, but your kitchen counter isn't that way every day. You set the, you set it up. Just like when you take a family photo back in the day, you would go to JCPenney or wherever, Sears, everybody would wear their Sunday best and you would go take a picture and that would be once in a while and that's all yeah. you'd see. Five minutes while they take the photograph. And then, it's and then all, it falls apart. Totally. Then everybody's like, please, I can't. I've got to unbutton these jeans. Cut, <laughs> cut me out of these spanks. Or, or like that we was once. worked in fashion and 
you know, <laughs> a little bit when I worked in LA, we used to do videos and things like that. I used to place the talent, not the clothes fit. Now it's just the front. Yeah. It's just this part. Yeah. And then in the back, it was stapled together. And you know what? If you're too fat, you know what we would do? We'd cut it up the back. Amen, sister. I'm okay. not above it. And the back was open like this. And then we just scotch tape it on you and just stand there. That's it. That's I all know. you got to do, guys. So that's what's happening. So <laughs> you need to teach your kids that perfection is not really perfection. It's it's almost like like super over-the-top, uncomfortable perfectionist perfection. And you got to choose your battles here. So when, unfortunately, my kids are very opposite of perfect and are totally fine with letting their roles hang out and my son won't stand up straight in a picture. Like, they're just like regular people, but there's a lot of their friends that are taking these these pictures that not only are inappropriate, but they're doing so much work and it's so hard to maintain. And it's not only on Instagram, but the kids really aren't on Facebook, but I think that they will be. I have a hunch that there's going to be this trend. But now it's TikTok, it's Snapchat, yeah, and it's Instagram. Those are like the I big, enjoy the TikTok, ones. actually. The TikTok, once again, has to do with editing, and mm-hmm. timing, like there are oh, some things. But, but see, like six-year-olds have outsmarted me because we do have television. So on television, they do have the YouTube channel. Now I monitor it to see what they're watching. But you know what they watch? Making slime or my little one who's obsessed with landscaping. He watches people trimming hedges. That's hilarious. <laughs> mowing lawns, like doing whatever. That's the, all those kind of making crafts and, and doing that kind of stuff. So I'm not so opposed to it. But again, like the older one, yeah. I had to look through his Instagram. And again, it's what you said. It was like, oh, it's this kind of account. No, it's kind of naked girls, blocked, delete, yep. dare yep. you. Yeah. And sometimes you can't tell. Now, the other one that's out there is Twitch. And mm-hmm. Twitch is really for gamers. So there are a lot of different social media channels. And very unfortunately, while I'm not trying to give anybody additional homework because I feel bad, I already know we do too much. But if there's one thing that you have to choose... You have to treat social like their homework. You're mm-hmm. going to, ch- I hope that you're checking their homework. I shouldn't assume that everybody's I checking check their homework. Every- <laughs> but like you should, and, and even if you don't check it on a regular basis, spot check it. Mm-hmm. So spot check their social media platforms. You should always, there should be no accounts that are hidden from you ever. Yeah. I mean, they do these things like I know mine does where he has everything in folders. I'm like, what is this? So all the little icons are in folders, so I look through them. Snapchat, Discord, Twitch, all these things. There's one that's called, like, My House Party. Yes. Yeah, and they all, but that's the thing. Like, the the thing that bothers me is that these kids have their location. And I told my son, like, you cannot have, you cannot, all of it's turned off. All of it. All location settings, all of it. But he could still turn it on. So you always have just, with the spot checking, Make a little list of things that you have to check. So here's what you do. In your phone, you make a weekly reminder and you set up a calendar event and that reminds you weekly to check all platforms and put the names of the platforms so that you don't forget. Then check to see what their last texts were. And there's, I'm telling you, there's, there's an app called Teen Safe. That's number, that's one of them. I actually don't have that one, but there are apps that might be with your phone company. Every phone company seems to have their own parental version or whatever. I know ours is called like Verizon Family or something to that effect. 
and we you could set timers for when they could send their first message to when they could receive their last message. And you won't have that problem of that 1130 business because they, they can't receive a text at that I time. I look into that one because I do check it every other day or so and I'll just take it. Yeah. He never knows. It's like random check. Yes. It's like she hates that. And I'm like, good. I say you should hate it because now there's going to be something good. There's going to be something good if you're this upset about it. And that she just doesn't want me to know. Yeah, they do it on Snapchat. We had no Snapchat for a while. And I think we may have to go back to no Snapchat. They seem to be getting out of Snapchat, though, my kids. I I don't know why. I don't understand, like going off topic a little bit, is um, you could do horrible things and it's erased. So what if you are doing something illegal you could still screenshot it though danny even but on snapchat even though it's temporary yeah. they could screenshot it so it, what if it disappeared meaning like let's say two kids are like oh do you have the drugs yes i have the drugs great bring them over here thanks for the drug like right can it's they do gone. that you could replay it up to a certain amount of times and it depends on how many messages were sent after that so you could still see some things Base, like if you click but into their all. friend, no, not look all. Through and some things are blank. I'm like, you talk to this person. But isn't it indicative of this generation? Like everything's disposable. No, nothing means anything. Yeah, right? Entertain really me for 10 seconds and then it's gone. I'm so sad by that. But we're, we're, listen, we're doing the best we can. Every day is a new, a new evolution of social with me. Because we're I okay. never know like what my mother who's, do. you know, in her late sixties and she's always like, I hate this iPod, schmipod, this pod, that pod. she just cannot watching her trying to use her iPhone and text is I don't mean to openly laugh at her, but oh it's hilarious. She has one though. My mom and dad still have she, flip phones. They refuse. She does this and this and then like son of a bitch, I don't know how to like it's just I love so it. Funny. That's the way it goes. My mom likes to call me because now we use like Lyft and Uber a lot. And my mom will call me and say, um, could you call me a car? And I'm like, you know, my, if literally, if you just got a smartphone, you could do this yourself. No. Why do I want that? All right. You're fine. Don't get it. Don't get it. Totally okay with me, mom. For us is when we're old, Nat, we have all this technology. So when we're old in the nursing home, at least we can be entertained. I will. I'm just going to watch puppy videos and uh, crochet. And on that note, Danny, we've got to put an end to our party because we could go on for days. This has been an eye-opening discussion, not only of social, but really of tech in general and your 20s and what you have to look forward to and what to watch out for. But I'm going to say that we are both going – I'm going to speak for you, Danny. And I would order for you, too, if we were at a restaurant because (laughs) – you're a lady. I would let you. No you're a lady, Danny. So I would have to do that for you. I would totally let you. Um, the moral of the story is, no matter what platforms your kids are on, no matter what your kids choose to do, it is your job to lead by example and show them of what their lives are supposed to be. If you are on the phone, they will be on the phone. If you are not, if you, and look, if, if I'm giving you a reason to go out with your friends, this is it. If they don't learn how to be social from you, so not only do I want you to spend time with your friends, I actually want you to invite your friends over, and I want your children to see you interact with your peers, and then say, see, wasn't that fun? Like, mommy, (laughs) daddy had such a good time today. Let's have some of your friends over. And you need to meet their friends. You really need to meet their friends. I love meeting my kids' friends for the first time because sometimes I like to screw with them. The last one, I tried to pretend that my husband was mute 
but <laughs> he ruined it. But like, like I was getting close speaking. and my daughter was just like, oh, mom. But my kids don't care because I am as wacky. Like the what the, the person that you guys see at Twiniversity, I'm literally, I'm literally that unusual. But well, it let me is, add, make your kids write you a letter or a card. Get I, that handwriting. I think it's a must. And please don't make them buy a card for $7 because that's a waste of money. But they could make you a card with a piece of printer paper or even a piece of junk mail because we certainly still have enough of that despite how far we've come in the tech world. I still get plenty of junk mail. I'm (laughs) going to write you a letter, Danny. I am. I I do that. I write people cards and just put them in the mail. I have cute 20 stationery. You may have to get a little something with some stickers because I don't think I sent you anything. Maybe the is it the one the logo with the little babies in their so I do. Cute. I have a bumper sticker too. You could it's there adorable. you go. And that we got the sticky ones because nobody has metal anymore on their cars, so we couldn't get the magnet. It doesn't stick. Know, I, can't, I can't take it. I just It doesn't stick, Danny. What happened to the metal in our cars? No one knows. We need a time machine, girl. Oh, guys. Okay, me and Danny got to go. We got to go build a time machine. Listen, kids, if your kids are on social, please check. If they're not, it's okay. If you're one of our four Amish listeners, we totally support you. And please make room for us because I am dying for some real butter. I don't know about you, Danny, but I'm ready. I'm ready to go Amish. Whoopie pies. Whoopie pies and pretzels. (sighs) And I'm out. Potato chips that they stir See? around with big rake. I love that. There we go. Once again, ADD at its best, guys. That's what <laughs> that's what you get to watch. Kids, that was Danny. If you need her, she is. Uh, Danny knows everything. What is it again? <laughs> I wish Danny, Danny knows. Says what now? Danny says what now? <laughs> that was close. So she's now getting. I have to change it. Now you have to change it. So it's Danny says what now on um, social. Go watch her because that's what this whole thing is about. And for me, you guys know where to find me. I am literally at Twitter university on every franking social platform guys if you need anything so for more information check us out at twiniversity.com or you could email us at community at twiniversity.com and until next time guys see you later alligators danny say bye bye guys